Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. Hey bud, how's it going? Good. Oh man. How are we doing over there? Uh, we're doing good. If you hear any weird squeaking or anything, uh, Marianne is playing with Apollo pretty vigorously. And so it's... Squeak, squeak, or squeaking. <laughs> yeah, it's been... As it's been, Kronk said. It's been coming through the mic. Uh, but, you know, everything's going good. I... I've actually been doing a lot of not weird Pilates? gaming, but like oh. not, uh, I've been replaying some stuff and it's been really fun. But other than that, I've just been, you know, doing the normal stuff of working out and I'm trying to turn working out into a video game and like create weird goals for myself. Mm. But, you know, there are apps that do that. Yeah. I just, I, I'm not as good at yet at running outside. And so a lot of those have to do with running outside than like running on a treadmill. But True. I, I, I'm thinking I'm going to, going to try some. I mean, running is still running. Yeah. I know doing it though. Um, we, we are in the about to be hit by a hurricane, I guess next week. So yeah. the podcast might be affected by that next week. Who knows? Just a fair warning for anyone that's listening that isn't in Florida and might also not yep. be affected. And if you think that warning is unfair, well, you're wrong. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i actually really bummed about it, Seth, because I am going... The The plan was I was going to go to Galaxy's Edge next week on Monday because uh, I had reservations to build the lightsaber and stuff. And I don't know if you know this, but... Disney kind of built a alternate reality game into the theme park. And so you use an app to like hack data pads, data pads, and you like use the app to translate things and stuff will happen in the shops. And so I was really excited to like report on that. And I don't know if it's going to happen now. So um, I'm hope- I did not know that that was a thing. Yeah, I'm hoping it still happens, but it's, it's... It seems like that would be something that would be really cool the first time, and then you would never do it again. Yeah, um, they said that they're going to be like adding stuff all the time, so who knows how true that is. But if it's anything like the Harry Potter park where the wand interacts with stuff, then they did... They've slowly added stuff to that because that's a little more elaborate. And I think with alternate reality, you can kind of, because it's digital, you can fudge some yeah, of it. Yeah, it's a different reality. So who knows? We'll we'll see what happens. I'm really excited, Seth, to go to this, uh, this restaurant called Ronto's Roasters. Um, mm-hmm. This is very off topic. Is that topic. anything like Kenny Rogers Roasters? No, but it's a robot that cooks meat on a skewer um, off of a pod, a pod racing engine. <laughs> like the, uh. yeah, that's the, like you see the robot outside and that's a little random. Like I, I'm just really into that. I, me and Seth love pod racing. Um, it's true. And some of the news today is going to be about remasters. So please someone, I know there was news a little bit ago about it, uh, at least rumors, but please bring back the, the pod racing video game. Star Wars Episode yeah, 1 Racer. Man. Episode 1 Racer. What a classic. Yeah, it was a great game. And it, it I'm pretty sure it holds up. I haven't I haven't played it lately. I know it's on Steam or <laughs> like, We'd like to think it does anyway. Yeah. Definitely would like to... I would like to hope it does. Um, So let's talk about what we played this week. Because I, I really want to talk... Uh, I know you talked a lot about it last week. Um... But I want to talk about Fire Emblem a little bit. Um, I've really... Go for it. I've really been enjoying it. I am like now at the point where I'm really locked in. I'm at chapter 8, which I know is barely halfway through the game. But I've, I I really have been having a weird, not love-hate, but kind of like a, like an apathetic view of the game. Like I, didn't, like I was enjoying it, but I wasn't engaged a lot. And mm-hmm. now I've gotten to the point where I'm kind of playing it whenever I have the moment. Like, I'm really, really into it. And I was doing inventory management before we <laughs> recorded because I accidentally jumped into a battle before where I did not do that. And I had to keep going to the convoy for a couple characters, and it was really annoying. 
So yeah, I've experienced that. <laughs> like, I I wasn't paying attention to the the weapon wear down, and yeah, I ran into some uh, some shaky situations with that. But I'm I'm really enjoying it, and I'm really liking the the relic weapons that I'm getting, and I think that's a really cool like way that the game tosses up um there might have there's similar things in the other games right i can't really remember seth yeah there's always uh different types of legendary weapons that are that carry a lot of story weight and and i will say no spoilers you i don't know if you learn about what they are in the blue lions route but you learn exactly what they are um and it was some. It was like I remember when I first saw them, because they have a distinct visual. Yeah, yeah. They, um, they, style. They look like bones. And in the in the golden deer route, you learn why that is, and it's pretty dark. Ooh, okay. I'm excited about that. I want to ask you something because this happened in my story, and it was the story mission, but it. I don't know if it is how it presented itself in yours. So I think it was chapter six or so. You you learn that there's more than just normal enemies you fight. There's beasts, right? Right. So in my story, I had to go fight Sylvain's brother who turns into mm-hmm. a beast. Is that how you learned about it also? Or was there a different story... No, it's it's the same same guy. Oh, okay. So it just happened to have a little more story flavor for me because it was Sylvain's brother. Yes. I actually, when I did that one, because there's this mechanic in the game where you can bring on, bring students from other houses mm-hmm. uh, yeah. into your missions. Um, to like they don't gain experience or anything. Them, yeah. yeah. So I, I actually did, I brought Sylvain into into that battle. Um, it, it, all, it, it amounts to... Uh, basically just a little bit of extra um flavor text that you get yeah when when the two when whoever the character you brought and whoever they're they know re- interact but it was cool i just did the paralogue for sylvain after that so i got yeah. the lance of ruin for him so yep i i really like the crest gimmick in the game i think that's really cool Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a lot of neat stuff, man. I'm I'm a lot of the stuff I was kind of not caring about before. I'm really interested in now, and like the crests and the weapons and the the powers. Yeah, the crest thing is is interesting. It's kind of passive, um, but it's yeah, it's weird because like the game, like it doesn't make a big deal about it, but like you're told that in society. In the society, their crests are a really big deal, um, and they are—they're um, basically like they show that you have a certain that you're from a certain bloodline, and they l- allow you to have these special abilities. Um, but it's weird because I—I I didn't feel like the importance of the crest um, in like what they told us, like like it didn't bear out in any of the game mechanics. Oh, uh, okay. Like people with. Um, with who have certain crests, they they can get like each of the different different crests has a different ability that can happen to you like during battle. Mm-hmm. Like it can, I know the main character his crest it whenever it uh whenever it activates like you have a chance of healing damage that you dealt. Um, but it's just weird because like they. They say they have this big significance, um, and there are some of the 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 supports that you have um, are all about like the way crests work in the society. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, it's just kind of weird because it, it seemed to me a little half baked. Because like the one of the the main one of the professors Hanneman he makes a huge deal about when you when your main character Byleth discovers what his crest is. Yeah, he's got that weird machine. Yeah, it's this. Um, it's there's like only ever been one ever other person who's ever had it, 
and it's like a big deal because it ties you back to that person somehow. But it's like that do, it, for me, at least in my story, that seemed like something that was kind of like it wasn't a plot point that was left hanging, but they didn't really ever explore it or the implications of it or why no, the implication, uh, why that was like that. So that was it. That's kind of a bummer. The the other people, the characters with Cress are also able to use the relic weapons, and so I guess that's the more um, the the more substantive feature of the Cress that you that you can be aware of. Um, it's interesting though. When I played, I I basically hoarded all my relic weapons until like the final maps, just because I didn't want to um, wear down their. Um, durability in battles that didn't need them and it's and it's also weird because generally i don't know about you i tend to stick the the weapons the 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 relic weapons with the characters whose crest they match yes that's that's exactly what i was about to ask you because it it felt weird to me that the game gave me the relic weapon and he's like yeah you can give it to me when you feel like i deserve it and i'm like no, dude, you've been through a lot. You deserve it now. Take it. Like, yeah. this is yours. I have you using spears. This makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, It makes sense to me that they're in there because this game was apparently the most inspired by Fire Emblem 4, right. which had a similar mechanic. Um, Like, there are these 12 uh, ancient weapons that were tied to these bloodlines of these ancient heroes. Um, and you could the, only the characters that had like this major blood type could use those, um, and that also tied into like the romance, the the way that you paired up people and mm. the kids that they would have in the second half. Gotcha. So like if you didn't if you didn't pair up people correctly, then their offspring wouldn't be able to actually use the weapons that their parents could use, which was always a pain. Um, so that that was an interesting aspect in th- in that game and it had like real gameplay mechanics like in in the story and in in the game that like made it important to what made it feel like it was important to the story and and it may it was something that you had to think about um like you had to sort of plan ahead to yeah. utilize that stuff um but it doesn't really f- it never really felt like that to me in this game it feels kind of not tacked on, but just sort of, um, I was left wanting, like wanting to know, um, more about them and, and what their importance was. Um, and that, but the golden deer route does sort of go in that. Um, but also it, it was sort of, it was more left up. It was kind of confusing. Um, when I finished the golden deer route, like it's, it's sort of in the same time that you learn what the relic weapons are. Um, but when you learned what that was, it just sort of made it more confusing what the crests are and how, and why they actually exist. Um, so I don't know now, and the other routes might be different. Um, so I'll have to discover that myself, I guess, but (laughs) the crest mechanic is, I, I, it was something that that I wish that there were more of. Uh, well, I mean, I. It was never like it was never something that I had to think of. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's it's never something that you have to think of enough because it the abilities are never, in my opinion, fully explained so far. Right, at least to me. So yeah, I I played that. We played a little bit of Apex the other night and had easily mm-hmm. one of the worst teammates we've probably ever had. Oh yeah, that was which was insane. We were that was terrible in the top three teams, and he just killed himself in the storm for seemingly no reason. Yeah, so, I don't know, and it was so weird. I reported we we had both we were both downed. I I was I think you had like actually died, and I was crawling over to where the guy was, and he just like. Mm-hmm. Ran by me, um, just totally ignored me. Didn't didn't revive me for some, I don't know. I have no idea what the dude was thinking. And then yeah, like you said, he was running around and then ran straight into the storm and died. And it was just like, dude. <laughs> yeah, it made no what sense. the heck. Uh, that and I've been playing Forza Horizon Four uh, again. I just I keep going back to that game and picking away at it and just kind of driving around and. 
just driving aimlessly. Not really. I'll do races every so often, but I'm not very good at them. So I just kind of enjoy, you know, just driving around doing nothing and listen to music and driving kind mm-hmm. of recklessly at some point. And I, I really started to get to like that game again because your brother, Zach, started playing it again and he's been super into it and he was actually complaining to me the other day i didn't know that the seasons work this way but the seasons change every week so Mm. in the the four week month you have all four seasons happen and so like one of these races he was doing he was just having a real hard time with it and he couldn't beat it the whole week because it was winter and that it was too much turns for the ice or whatever and it was annoying for him. So he was real glad that winter was over in the game and he could go and do it. So that was, it's that him talking about it a lot had made me want to play. And I, I'm kind of filling in space until gears next Friday. So, which man, it that game is coming fast. And then borderlands is right after it. So Yep, we, they are. They're they're blasting them all at us. September is an insane month for for game releases. Yeah, we got Astral Chain this Friday, uh, which I'm not technically September yet, but yeah, but it's the thirtieth, so it's basically September. And then you know uh, September is filled with everything else. Uh, we've kind of talked about that on the show already, but it's crazy. We. What what have you played, Seth? Have you played anything else besides Fire Emblem? Uh, I actually haven't played Fire Emblem this week. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Well, I I didn't feel after I beat the one route, I didn't feel a need to immediately jump in to the next one. So I'm kind of taking a break from it, so I can um next time I pick it up, I'll be a little more fresh for it. Um. Just because I just spent so much time in that game, it's I'm not like looking to do that again for a second time immediately right. after it. Um, yeah, I I've been playing bits and pieces of some games. Um, let's see, I started up Just Cause Four, uh, messed around with that for like a day or two, and then put it down. Um, yeah, that's nothing against just cause four. Like it's fun. It's a fun, like playground. And I really like the, um, wingsuit and just being able to basically fly around the whole mountain. Um, that's really enjoyable. Um, but I don't know. There's not a whole lot of substance there for me. Like it's, um, there is a story, but I don't really care about it. Yeah, of course. There are these weather machines that you have to destroy. Um, You gotta fight the tornadoes, Yeah. I mean, they do some interesting stuff to the environment, which is fun. Um, But I don't know. I don't really... I I only loaded it up just because I wanted a dumb open world game to mess around in. Uh, And then I did that and got... You know, and then I was tired of it. Um, So, yeah. this You know, it was fun enough. Um... The shooting's not super great, but uh, you can you don't really need to shoot a whole lot of people, and you can tether them to exploding barrels. Exactly. Um, probably the one of the most satisfying things is tethering um, the helicopters that are flying at you onto the ground, and they just get sucked onto the ground and then explode. Yeah. Uh, have so does this game have where you can attach multiple tethers? Um, yeah, um, I haven't really had to use it all that often. So my, my favorite thing to do in Just Cause 3, and maybe you should go back in and start messing with it, is to, like, take a car, like a a, dry, a passerby, and tether it to two buildings, and when it drives, when it's driving away, retract and pull it in so it, like, slingshots it. <laughs> it's fun. There's some fun uh, physics in there that you can kind of do. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. At um, least in three. I, I don't know if four is as fun. It probably yeah. is, but. Like I said, I mean, there's it's there's a ton of fun stuff in it. It's just not something that I could ever find myself investing in. I wish that was um, multiplayer, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I'm. I'm pretty sure there is a team working on on doing it like they did for whatever the uh, Just Cause two. I don't know three. if it was two. I think it was two that they made that they turned it into an MMO basically. Um, but I think someone is trying to do that. Yeah, but it's a game that would be a lot more fun. Not maybe not a lot more fun, but it would be fun to mess around with other people. Um, so that was that was Just Cause. Um, I also uh. Did you start Gears uh, I, 4? I did not start Gears 4 <laughs> yet. Um, uh, I don't know if I will, honestly. If I get around to it, I'll do it. Um, I played a little bit of Void Bastards. Okay. Um, I've heard about which this, is, but... Yeah, I remember the... I forget when... It must have been at some Xbox thing that they first showed it off. But it's a really cool... It's. It's visually really awesome. It's got this kind of comic book, uh, pulpy art style, um, and it's a it's a roguelike first person shooter. Um, not super complex. You go and you're hopping to these different uh, derelict spaceships and going through collecting stuff to try and build this these different um, items that you need to progress the story. Uh, what little story there is. Um, it's it's pretty fun. I I want to know. I I wonder if it's co-op. I think it's a game that's designed to be co-op, um, but I've just been playing it by myself. Uh, but it's it's cool. It's definitely really cool looking, um, and has some gnarly explosions in it when you when you blow up the zombie aliens. Um, let's see what else. I started to play. Um, Steam World Dig Two the other day. Yeah, uh, a game that you love, and it's you know, I played the first one. I really enjoyed it, um, and so I was having a good time playing the second one. Um, and then earlier today, I turned on my Xbox. I was gonna boot it up, but every time I opened the game, it immediately crashed. Oh, that's no good. So, yeah, I don't know if I'll con- be continuing to play that <laughs> just because <laughs> you might not be it, able to. Did not let me play it. It was kind of a bummer. Um, but I mean, what little uh, that I played was enjoyable. Um, and what else? Okay, have you ever picked up a game, um, and you started to play it, and you immediately are like, "Uh oh, this game is going to suck." It's gonna. I'm gonna end up spending way too much time on this game. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, I can't remember. Go ahead. So I downloaded this game off Xbox live, um, that I had, I had seen stuff about it. I had wanted to play it. Um, and I like, once I started to play it, I was like, mm, this game hits too many of those sweet spots for me. I really am probably going to spend a lot more, way more time on this than I should. Uh, it's called Slay the Spire. Ooh, yeah. Um, I've heard of it's, this game. It's another roguelike, uh, and it, but it's slash deck building, slash um, kind of a turn-based battle game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's you, you. The premise is your. There's this evil tower that you're climbing up to try and kill the heart of it. Um, and there are three different characters. They each have their own unique um, decks of cards mm-hmm. that, th- with their own different sets of mechanics about how they work. Um, and so you, you have they, they have a set stuff that they start out with, and you go through these randomized uh, paths of rooms to get to the top of a... Fl- of a not a floor, but yeah, there's there are different different sections, and you get you go through a certain amount of rooms, and there's a boss. Um, and as you go through the rooms, they can be like battles. And if you when you win a battle, you have an opportunity to add a new card to your deck. Um, there are also other different um, non-battle rooms, and there are the shops. Um, and so you just as you as you progress, you get more cards, and you sort of are able to craft the deck that you want um and you get ideally you get stronger and stronger as you make your way up um 
I've gotten to the end once, um, but it's it's weird because there are times like you can have a completely loaded deck and you basically just blast through everyone and then you'll come up against a monster and you just don't draw the cards to beat them and it's and you ha- it's terrible because you've gone so far and you have this such a strong character and you, you lose just because of dumb luck um but it's just one of those games that after you after you die you're like one more run one more run yeah um and it's just it's really fun um i wish they were more than three characters i think um, that i don't know adding some as dlc maybe I, uh, I mean that would make sense i've i've heard a lot about this game because the yeah the people on ign's pod the nvc they all when it dropped on switch got like really uh really obsessed with it so it's like what they yeah. played for like a whole month yeah i understand it uh i definitely i want to get it for switch <laughs> Just because, um, like this, it's kind of a, a perfect game for mobile, um, because you don't, like, it doesn't always need a super long time investment. Right. Um, it's one that you can just pick up and like go for a little bit and then turn off. Um, but yeah, it's, it's real fun. It's too addicting for me. It's just, it's <laughs> one of those games that yeah. like just works for me. Yeah. Um and that's, you know, that's dangerous. Uh but I I really I really like it. Um it'll it'll if, become if, your next uh, yeah. Tetris 99. Uh I don't know about that. I don't think it's Tetris 99 is it it exists on such a different space. Yeah. For me because I can almost play it without thinking. Um I don't know. Cuz like it's Tetris. Uh, it's not. It's hard to really compare other games to Tetris, because it's just so. For what it is, it is such like the perfect game, um, and it is it it is so dissimilar from other games in in the way that it does, like the way that it works in your brain. I think, mm. like even other even other like drop down puzzle games, they don't. Um, even ones that are good, they, they, it's, it's never going to be Tetris. You're, you're like, this is really good. Like when you make the list of all the good games, like there's, you almost, it's not even fair to put Tetris on the list just because I don't know. But so no, it's not going to be my next Tetris 99 just because no game can never be Tetris 99 or Tetris for that matter. Well, lightning but it is, is a super fun game. outside very close to here, so if power goes out, I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, it is super fun, and if you're if you, I fully recommend it for um, people who like roguelikes or if you like card games, deck building games. Um, it's a lot of fun. Awesome. So, uh, really quick on Tetris 99, I sent Seth a text because I got the closest I think I've ever come to winning. And somehow I KO'd the first person in first place, but I got second. Yeah. So I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It's happened to me before. It doesn't make any sense. So, But it's weird, too, because, like, the times that it has happened to me, I clearly also died. So it might just be... And maybe that, like, it happens in such quick proximity that like you do you did kill them but they technically killed you first i don't know it's weird i don't know but i was very bitter i haven't yeah i haven't picked it up since i unlocked my fire emblems three houses theme over the weekend and yeah that was the that was it for me for a bit i need to take a break but with that we will um do quick plug where we tell you, you know, if you want to read more about what this episode is about and see how to connect with us on social media, you can swipe up or uh, click the three little dots on whatever you're listening. And in the show notes, there will be our social media, our discord, and where you can subscribe to the show 
Uh, if you're listening on SoundCloud or anything like that, you can actually subscribe to us on apps. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all that good stuff. And if you want to engage with us, like I said earlier, please join our Discord. We talk about gaming news throughout the week in there. Uh, and we talk about stuff that we may not mention on the show because we end up talking about it with people in there. So hang out with us there. It's always super fun. And you can let us know about news that we might miss out on. Uh, so with that, we should get into our news, I think. Because there is some fun news. And not all of it's going to be about uh, Warcraft or World of Warcraft Classic, which is good. But, yeah, man, uh, my buddies have been... So let's let's talk about this for a minute because I, I think it's an interesting tidbit of news. My friend had to wait 37 minutes the other day. He showed me a picture because he wanted me he, – he didn't think I would believe him because I part of me still didn't when he told me this. He had to wait 37 minutes in a queue just to pay to play the game, not to wait to be in a server – to pay for game time so he could then wait in line to play the game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know like what that means. Right. It's it's hard to think about because you think that a website is just able to handle this stuff. Yeah. Or the app is able to just handle it. But I guess not. So then not only did that happen, but... We've got, he had to wait like three hours in a queue to get into a server, which is just nuts. So my friends were like, oh, it won't be so bad tomorrow. It'll be fine. A lot of people will thin out. No, I got texts from all of them, uh, three hours plus to get into a server. So yeah, it's a bummer for them, I guess. I weird. I can't bring myself to play WoW because I know uh, I know that that game will scratch. Uh, it's just like Slay the Spire for Seth. They will scratch an itch, and I uh, will play it too much, and I will not play anything else. It's why it's really why Destiny is the perfect vague MMO for me because mm-hmm. it has kind of a point where you're you get diminishing returns and i feel you've you've done you've done everything and i feel like wow doesn't have that on a level so i it probably does i think the game is just so grindy that like it takes a lot longer to get to that especially with wow classic like all the stuff i've read about it uh it's it's uh, remarkable how um much more streamlined the game is now and probably for the better, but uh, this is just since they're fully recreating the experience of playing old WoW, it comes along with all of the negatives. Maybe not negatives, but not necessarily positives. Right. It's it's so weird to me that a company who has been running a successful MMO for so long would not have the infrastructure in place to handle this. Cause like they had to know what the demand was going to be. Right. So my, like, this isn't my, something that cut that could have caught them off guard. My friend has a theory about this and it's that he's that blizzard is worried that demand won't stay up. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they don't want to pay for server space that will then be wasted later. Or yeah. just I bet they're probably right in that too. Or also to just create stories for press. Because this everyone's posting about it. We're talking about it. Like I don't know. Everyone and and like people are making memes out of it. Like because in, in old WoW, I guess NPCs couldn't talk to more than one person at a time. So right. people are like waiting in line an actual line to talk to an NPC <laughs> like there uh, that's, that's on Kotaku or something. Someone posted that picture and it's hilarious. Just people patiently waiting in line to talk to an NPC and cash a quest in. So, yeah, 
That's weird. I bet Blizzard is probably right in their supposition that it won't, uh, like it won't have the continuing draw that it does now. I think this is probably for for the majority of people. It's going to be a sort of you want to play it to relive your childhood, but then you actually start playing it, and it will become old pretty fast. Yeah. Um, because I bet most of the people. Actually, I don't know. Um, a lot of the people who are jumping in it that aren't actually playing WoW right now, um, I don't imagine any of those are going to stay w- with any kind of duration. Um, I don't know, though. My Who knows with, with uh, WoW? My buddy Joe is actually going to write up an article for the website because he's had some interesting interactions because it's basically been like a high school reunion for him. Uh, yeah. And it's the closest one it's it's going to come to. And he, I'm really glad he's writing this. I'm kind of giving away that we're going to have a fun article, but it's okay. But he's going to basically share some stories because he jumped on some old forums that he hasn't been on in a while. And like all the people are re like becoming active again. And it's been kind of sad. Like one of their friends actually passed away a little bit a while ago. And so people were wondering where he was and like that happened. And so it's, it's interesting because he, he has no interest in going to any of his high school reunions, but like, this is, he said like, this is the closest I'm going to get to ever having one because he doesn't care to go to a high school reunion. But these are all of his friends from wow, from back in the day that, you know, he would rather interact with again. So it's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. I imagine like, that's probably what a lot of, uh, a lot of people are having similar experiences with it. Um, but I also don't think for most of those people that will be something they want to keep. They want to continue doing. Yeah. Also, man, $15 a month to play one game is crazy to me still. Yeah. I don't know how like, they have continued to get away with that for so long. I, I know that like the, the one of the memes lately is like the, in this economy, but like $15 yeah. a month in this economy. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like we, although you spend $20 a month and you get Xbox game pass. Yeah. Ultimate. And you get like a hundred games on PC and a hundred games on Xbox. And you know, you Xbox actually don't Live. get any of them on PC. Yeah, you do. Uh, I don't think so because I tried to download some the other day, and apparently you have to also like there is an Xbox Game Pass for PC that you have to pay for. Yeah, the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate has that in it. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, because I mm. I downloaded um, oh man, I'm forgetting the name of it, but it's a game I wanted to play. So I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not on my PC, or else I'd be able to tell yeah. you. But it's an indie game that is only on PC, and I'm blanking, so I'm sorry. But it, I definitely, you have to have the Xbox app and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate or Game Pass for PC, yeah. Oh, so maybe what you got was only Game Pass. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Wow, classic man! People are jumping at the bit to play it running yep my buddy daniel ran for like forever because you run over to the starting area for another class and you can get a certain mount so like he there's no warping in it so it's like running from one end of gta 5 to the other and but even longer it's crazy um yeah sounds super fun (laughs) no it doesn't sound fun i i mean to some people i'm not I'm not going to smash it because I know a ton of people love it. Yeah. Uh, but do you have any news, Seth, that you want to uh, bring up? Shoot, I did. Ooh. Oh, um, so today, uh, Yacht Club Games, they had a little Nintendo Direct-style presentation on their YouTube channel about the future of Shovel Knight. Um, and so they showed off stuff from King of Cards, which is 
the uh, much expected, uh, I don't know if you'd call it expansion or sequel, I don't really know, because um, it's technically a sequel to the original Shovel Knight, but it's just another game if you own the Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they showed off that stuff, um, there are new Amiibos coming out, there's a, a fighting game called Shovel Knight Showdown, um, that's also going to be part of the Treasure Trove, uh, and they also, what was the last thing, there was a little teaser for the next Shovel Knight game called Shovel Knight Dig, uh, so that was, that was cool, it was a, it was a fun little watch, um, but dang man, that that treasure trove, it's got straight up like five games in it. Yeah. Uh, and all the Shovel Knight games are very good. Um, so once that comes out, I think this, that's something I'm going to be interested in. Especially because the King of Cards expansion has like an original card game in it. And I, for some reason, am a sucker for like video games that have little collectible card mini games in them. Um so yeah, that's something I want to play. Yeah, I it it definitely looks neat, and the shovel knight dig does not look like uh, if you're thinking like steam rope dig, it doesn't look like that. It's going to be no. like a although pers- there is dirt. Yeah, there's dirt. <laughs> there's dirt, yeah. and you dig. There's dirt. So yes, there's that. Uh, let's see. So just a little bit of a mobile corner. Uh, Gears pop came out and I played it and it's basically clash Royale and it's fine. It's fine. Um, I, we have a clan, a suplex, the sticks clan. Um, but I haven't really played it that much and I feel bad, but I know Chris and David Simmons and them are playing it a lot. Um, but Pokemon masters just dropped today as well as the the news this week that Mario Kart Tour will be available on September 25th, which is mm-hmm. pretty past the summer, <laughs> but yep. it did come out. So, well, it will come out. Yeah, who who knows it if not it's yet. good? We I there wasn't even there was some news out of that out of that Android beta, but a lot of it was taken down and because they they weren't allowed to post footage and stuff. So. Yeah, I remember immediately, like, just randomly hearing a bunch of people on Twitter saying that it was not very good. Yeah, I'm hoping so they hopefully, fixed it. Yeah, who knows, though. So, keeping on the Nintendo train, we've got the... There was a Amazon leak where they posted... This is the weirdest way for a game to possibly leak, I think. Yeah. Um, they Amazon posted a Overwatch switch case Mm -hmm. it's an official and it said in the notes and it was an official listing from the retailer and it said uh with partnership with blizzard and nintendo which is very odd because uh as you may know overwatch is not on the switch (laughs) yeah and as far we know as we know there are no plans for it to be on the switch yeah the the biggest note we had was back when Diablo was being made for Switch, um, Game Informer did report that, I think it was Imran Khan, who we talked about last week, he went back in his notes and posted his notes from the re- the review, the interview, actually. And mm-hmm. um, it's he asked them about Overwatch on Switch, and they said, not happening, but very, very possible. Hmm. And so, like, they they obviously have thought about it before so we'll see there was a GameStop leak a couple of days ago where 12 untitled SKUs popped into the pre-order system yeah so we that usually is a small indicator that a direct is coming uh, on some level either that or GameStop is going to take those out and they aren't a thing we'll see <laughs> Because yeah. it, it's just their internal system. Mm-hmm. So who knows? The The GameStop Managers Conference is happening right now, and some stuff got leaked from there. Yep. So uh, other than that, let's most of our other news is from that GameStop Managers Conference. So let's, let's talk about that. 
because one of the things I don't have in our show notes is that they actually got a game trailer, a gameplay trailer for Last of Us 2 there. Really? No, the, the footage hasn't leaked, but the, I guess, Outbreak Day or whatever they call it uh, in the Last of Us world is on September 26th or something. So mm-hmm. people are assuming that they'll see gameplay for it then. Like yeah. they'll they'll launch it then, but that would make sense. Yeah, they had a they had a gameplay trailer at the GameStop managers conference, and the GameStop managers got told about the new Apex Legends hero and the new weapon coming to Apex Legends, which yeah is the, the charge, charge rifle. rifle. I'm not exactly sure how that weapon's gonna work because it's, it's an anti Titan weapon. <laughs> yeah, and also there is a sort of a weapon. Like if you in in the game now, there's a gun called the Havoc, and if you have a certain attachment for it, it basically works the exact same as what the charge rifle does normally. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I was reading about it uh, on Reddit. I think some people are speculating that it's like one of the. Um, it's just gonna be a. Uh, what's it called? Uh, care package mm. only weapon, like like that one sniper and that one shotgun. Yeah. Because they're like. So it's because it's super overpowered. It's not a game. It's not one that you'll be able to find in regular loot crates. Yeah, of course. I don't know. It's, but it is. It's kind of a. It's an interesting choice for a um, a weapon from Titanfall to bring over. Especially since there's no Titans for you to shoot down. Yeah, and that's I, the I weird. That's also weird. I definitely don't see them adding Titans. But no. That would really break that the game. That won't happen. None of the characters are pilots. Yeah. Uh, I want another Titanfall. Um, yeah, we all do. <laughs> uh, also One leaked day. from the GameStop Managers Conference was, you know, I there are some things that I want in this world, and this was, this is something I'm sure I said out loud that I want, but it's at, like, the bottom of the list, really. But mm-hmm. Aladdin and Lion King... The games on the Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo, and Super Nintendo. Uh, are getting re-released and with like high definition graphics. Yeah, for thirty dollars on one cartridge. Now, the main sin of this whole collection is that the Superior Aladdin game is not on there, which is the Super Nintendo one. So really, yeah, just the Genesis Game Boy and Final Cut. Which, uh, that's a question mark because none of the people writing about this game have figured out what the final cut is. So, yeah, who knows? And then for the Lion King, the Genesis, the Super Nintendo, and the Game Boy version are going to be on it. Hmm. Which that Lion King game is difficult. I know that that's like a prevailing meme, but man, it is. It was really hard. But Yeah, this is about the... One of the weirder announcements I've ever seen. Like, I don't know why this is happening, but it's. I'm sure there are people who love these games in their childhood and will buy it. It's especially weird because there's a collection out there right now, Seth, called a, like, Saturday, Disney Saturday morning cartoon collection or whatever, where it has, like, the DuckTales platformer and a couple of the other like Saturday morning cartoon platformers that were released. Yeah. And that still hasn't come to switch, but this is. <laughs> and so it's like, man, why this doesn't make sense. Also and- weird. This is kind of, this is on the heels of the DuckTales remastered being delisted from uh storefronts online. Yeah. Yeah. Strange, but Hey, someone will probably buy it. I mean, they w- the only thing I can think, man, is that Aladdin and Lion King did both get live action remakes this year. That's true. So that's, that's, that's I could see that. That's the only only reason I could see why this is happening. It's weird though. Um, fun little piece of it's not really news, but I think you'll appreciate this, Seth, because we know our boy Sora doesn't get any love ever. Right. In actual official Disney. Oh, yeah. Disney. I saw this. You did? Yeah. Awesome. So at D23 this weekend, where D23 is like, uh, it's like 
um, E3, but for Disney news. Like they do the parks and they do movie announcements, all kinds of stuff. On the poster, they had Sora or the silhouette of Sora, which yep, is awesome. Alongside, alongside a bunch of other uh, recognizable Disney slash Marvel slash whatever characters. Right there. He was a little smaller than other guys, but he's Sora and his very noticeable kingdom key. So yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. I really, I didn't even see that someone noticed it. Marianne showed me, uh, someone posted it on Twitter and I just like, it made my heart very, very happy to see something like, because he's not in any of the parks at all. And because it's a square character technically. So actually I'm pretty sure it is a Disney character. Really? Yeah, like, as far as I know, Disney owns the rights and, like, they have, like, final creative say on stuff like that. Hmm. Um, But, yeah, I'm pretty sure he is, like, Square also probably has, but I'm I'm pretty sure the character is owned by Disney. Okay. I'm I'm curious to look into that, but. That was, like, when, when, in the earlier days of Smash Bros. character speculation, um, a lot of people, like, fake leaks would say Sora, and one of the reasons people were always skeptical of it was because um, of the rigmarole it would take for Nintendo to have to, like, come to a an, a deal with Disney to make that work. Mm. But, I don't know. It it could be a Square character, but, but either way... It was it cool. Has not been one that has been recognized by Disney in official stuff uh, very often. I'm I'm really excited. Small tidbit: Marianne and I are going to Mickey's Not So Scary on our like pseudo small honeymoon after the wedding, mm-hmm. and there's always a lot of people dressed up as Sora there, and it makes me so happy. And I always yell and high five them because I feel that they need the love because. <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's always people either just dressed as different forms of Sora, or they and they've got keyblades. Um, I'll probably try to do a little bit of something because yeah. I've got a keyblade. But it, yeah, it always makes my heart warm to see other people in the park. Uh, so yeah, Sora's getting love, and it it's about time. Dang it, it's nice. Um, well, we'll we'll never see him in any 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 Disney stuff outside of the video games. Uh, yeah. like any other Disney media, but it's cool that he's at least on a little poster. Maybe he'll make a weird appearance in one of those what if shows on the Marvel that Disney would be Plus show. Insane. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's possible. It's definitely possible. Um, yeah. So we've got two more pieces of news. Uh, one of them's a little bit smaller. Uh, Mega Man zero and ZX. The collection is coming out. I don't know if they set a date. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it like it was officially announced yet. No, it, I know it, when it was. Okay, so there probably is a date. I just know that it originally like leaked. Yeah. Um, and then I guess they rushed to actually announce it. But yeah, it's all for Mega Man Zero games and the DS games, Mega Man ZX and Mega Man ZX Advent. Uh, the former of which was was really enjoyable, and I never played Advent. Uh, yeah, this this is really cool. This is actually not something I really ever expected them to do, especially not with the two DS games, but it's pretty cool that they're doing it. Um, January 21st, 2020. That's cool. Is when it's coming out. I played the first Zero. It's a difficult game. They're all notorious for being pretty difficult, all the Zero games. Um, and they have, like, an insane story. Uh, after the first one, I was like, I don't know that I want to play any more of these. Because uh, it, it never really landed with me like the original X Games did. Uh, but I'll be excited to have an opportunity to replay these games and give them another crack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just really happy because this does give me hope that since these last two games are DS games, that we may actually get a Battle Network Challenge collection. I'm hoping... I know that I don't that's know. a real... I wouldn't get your hopes up for that. Yeah. Especially because there's like 20 Battle Network games. <laughs> yeah. But 
I'm hoping. I yeah, you but know. I would definitely be all in on that, especially if they included the and they're all side the, scroller from the GameCube. They're all the same game, but I love them. Like they're all so good. I don't know, man. I never played like the later games, but I'm pretty sure they got like real weird. Oh no, yeah, they did get real weird, for sure. But the gameplay is all very, very, very similar. Yeah. Um, and then the other news is this weird. I want to talk about this because it it is making the sphere making the rounds. Um, Telltale is getting a revival, but it's two dudes that never worked at Telltale. And yeah. they bought the rights to the name, and so they're going to start making games, I guess, under yeah, the it's name weird. Telltale. Um, I think they're like involved with the company who bought Telltale's assets. But yeah, they're not... I don't even know if they were game designers. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, they're sort of relaunching the studio and they're going to like um i think it's just so they can sell like previous telltale titles um but apparently they're also going to um like hire former like people who actually worked so actual developers who worked at Telltale, they're going to hire them as, like, freelancers to make new stuff, I guess? Yeah, so so this is, this is where it's sketchy, because they're going to rehire them as freelancers, which means they're basically hiring them at a somewhat cheaper cost because they don't have to pay for benefits for these people. Yeah, they won't actually be, like, actual employees of the company. Right. So... Um, the Telltale won't be the new company won't be able to work on some of the previous stuff so the rights to Walking Dead are now back to the, the company Skybound yeah and, for sure I mean uh, that's naturally going to be an issue because a yeah. lot of what Telltale did was licensed stuff the, the Stranger so Things game they're not going to be able to do that willy nilly yeah the, the Stranger Things game is back with Netflix the Minecraft one of course is back with Microsoft. So it, it's going to yeah. be interesting to see. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what, what this company puts out, if anything. Like if it doesn't just kind of stop before it even starts. Yeah. Super weird. Yeah. It's basically, I don't know. I don't know what to equate it to, but it's, they're, they just want to resell the old stuff even though people already have it. So, I don't know. I'm sure it's more complicated than that, but... So, did yeah. you have any other news, Sith? Oh! I don't know. I don't believe so. Yeah. Oh, the last thing. Very small, but Spyro is coming to Crash Team Racing, which is kind of neat. Yep. Yeah, that's and a kind of that's a that's a good match, I think. So, I still have Crash Team Racing, and I play it every now and then. It's still very difficult and frustrating. Nice. So, yeah, it always was. I'm not very good at it, but I enjoy playing it occasionally. The load times are horrendous, but you know, it is what it is. Yep. So with that, we appreciate. They you. really haven't fixed those load times. Man, they never fixed them. Just like. That's why it's why I traded in Rage Two. I couldn't get yeah. past the menus being janky. Like it's especially weird that they're planning to add new content and they haven't fixed the load times. Yeah, it's, like if they had just abandoned the game for to be what it was, <laughs> you'd be like, okay. But they're updating the game, and yet it still takes hours to load into a race. Yep. Definitely. I mean, I'll yeah. let you know if it it ends up getting fixed, but. Who knows? It. I think they were supposedly working on one, but uh, it never happened, in my opinion. So, with yeah. with that, we appreciate you listening to us as always, and uh, let everyone know that you're listening to us by sharing us on social media and liking and interacting with us on Facebook and Twitter and all that good stuff. 
Do and it. And we will see you Just next week, it. hopefully, if Florida isn't wiped off the face of the earth. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Peace.